Hey everyone, if you've been enjoying Straight Talk with Storm, I just want to let you know that this podcast is easily created with quite a friendly learning curve on Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. It is also distributed to many, many podcast hosting channels via Anchor. I can't suggest it more. I personally enjoy it. And thanks so much to Exotic Vivian over at T as in Tom, S as in Sam, E as in Elephant, G as in Glue podcast, which can also be found via Anchor, Spotify, and all other means. But yeah, Anchor.fm is great for all your podcasting needs. You should get on it. Hello, this is Seductive Storm and welcome to my podcast. I hope you'll enjoy it from time to time. It'll just be me talking to you on topics and other times I'll have co-hosts or people that I'm interviewing. So get ready for some real talk with Storm. Welcome to Straight Talk with Storm. It is mad late at night and I decided why not give my first podcast recording a go. Tonight's subject is probably going to be a sensitive one for some people. And I do apologize for that. I also want to apologize ahead of time if you hear alerts going off on my phone as I'm recording this. Like I said, first podcast episode, so we'll be working out the kinks. But let's get into it. I try often as possible to stay away from subjects of race and sex work, but no matter how much we try to stay away from them, they are important and cannot be ignored. But this is an interesting part because this is about can white sex work mentors adequately mentor and provide the both business and emotional support that a black new sex worker may need from them? I would like to think that they can. I'm sure we all would like to think that they can. And I do not do this to be biased. I do not start this conversation to create race tension in any way, but it is just something that I've noticed being an assistant and mentor myself and also being a black woman of color who's a sex worker herself. Strangely enough, I guess because when you are the marginalized person, like myself as a black sex worker, we can mentor anyone because we've, we understand what it is to be on the outside looking in. So it's easier for us to empathize and to sympathize and to understand what the other person is going through. And I think sometimes... Caucasian sex work mentors 
have the best interest of other sex workers at heart. I think they really care and I think they really do want to be helpful, but I'm just not sure that they understand our experience. And I see this all the time on social media. When you're on social media reading, you see over and over and over again, non-people of color sex workers making comments that I don't even think they understand initially are going to offend. They just simply have a different life experience. And that's not their fault that they were born into their experience any more than it's our fault as people of color that we were born into our experience. But there are certain things that no matter how much you try to relate are hard. And this is something that even happens in families, in mixed race families, um, often, especially little girls um, who have half black parentage, have a hard time uh, adjusting and learning how to do their hair and do things like that because their mother is Caucasian and she doesn't quite understand what to do. It's not I'm not saying that's how it is everywhere. I don't want anyone to think I'm that ignorant at all. But I have mixed best friends who have had that life experience. And I've seen it play out around me before. I have girls who I do work for who have mixed children who have commented on it. And they love their children and their children love them. But sometimes culturally and even just knowing how to deal with your child's skin and hair care routine, no matter how much you love someone and no matter how good your intentions are, it can be difficult. And <clears throat> I believe love is love. So please don't take that as I'm against interracial couples. I certainly am not. I have two children whose grandparents are biracial, who I consider to be biracial themselves. Um, and my great-grandmother was as alabaster white with blue eyes as you could imagine. So by no intents and purposes do I want this to be misconstrued as I have an issue with race. That is not what I'm talking about here. I am talking about having the best intentions, but not being able to relate to the people who need your help. Um, case in point, there is a screening difference, whether we want to admit it or not, between white clients, I mean, I'm sorry, between white providers and women of color. Um, I do not know why, because a Caucasian provider can steal and misuse and do horrible things with your information, just the same as the black companion can. But you hear providers complaining all the time and no one takes them seriously when they say that gentlemen will not screen for women of color companions. They will, in some instances, screen. However, it is so much more difficult to get them to do it. And it's sad that it's that way, but it's that way. The same way I am sure that most of our white counterparts do not automatically get asked, um, are you in a bad part of town? Are you in a good part of town? I think the assumption is that for some reason, the black sex worker may be a safety risk. And that's sad. Um, 
And I know black clients feel the same way. I won't get into that because I have a very interesting opinion on that. Um, And I've touched on it before. And if you're interested in that, you can read my blog sometime. But I'm not going to get into that right now because this is the topic of mentoring. So if you are a Caucasian mentor and you have never ever mentored a black companion before, you really need to take certain things into consideration. And when you begin trying to mentor, you need to ask questions about their life experience and try to empathize with them and not assume that everything is going to be as easy for them as it was for you. And I think that is the biggest issue I have. So to those of you out there listening, how do you guys feel about it? I'd be interesting to I'd be interested to know. I feel like this is a podcast that can have a part two because I would like some feedback from some other people. And if I get feedback, um, I'll be happy to have you on as guests and we can discuss it almost as a round table topic. This is just my first podcast, so it was just me discussing it today. But yeah, I want to open the floor on this. So at the end of this discussion, I'm going to give out my email and I'm going to hope that I get people of all races and genders and sexualities to give their input on this. Because mentorship is very important and how it's done is very important. You want to, you know, be pairing yourself with a mentor that really can understand you and is going to be the most beneficial to you. I am not telling you as a woman of color provider to not seek out white mentors. And I am not telling uh, white mentors that they should not help black providers. That is not my point. My point is the life experience is just so different in some cases, not in all. In some cases, there are non-people of color companions who had it just as hard and were just as marginalized for other reasons as a black companion. And they are more likely to empathize. But I see a lot of mentors who quite honestly speaking, have not been in business long enough themselves, first of all, to even understand how to mentor others. And who I know personally Um, and I'm not making this up, personally don't even handle their own business, meaning they've had assistance their whole career as a sex worker. Um, So they haven't had to do anything for for themselves, so to speak. All they know how to do or have had to do, I should say, not all they know how to do, because that would be insulting, but all they've had to do is show up well-rested, and not stressed out for their appointment. And that's great. That's how everyone's experience should be. But I feel like you can't be a mentor if you haven't gone through the thick of it. In my opinion, a mentor knows how to do everything so that she can teach, she or he or other, can teach you to do everything. Um, and... Some people really, I think, want to help, but there's also just as many mentors out there who want to take advantage 
or who want to find a flunky who they can say they're mentoring and who they can say they're going to help and really they're going to take advantage of them and turn people almost into personal slaves of theirs. And I, I hate to say that, but it's bad. And it happens quite a bit between white mentors and people of color who they are having come to them and ask for help. And then the black providers are being taken advantage of. Again, I really hate conversations like this because I work with everyone and anyone. I don't care if you're purple, green, yellow, orange, uh, as long as you're reputable and you can respect me and I can respect you. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to give you any bullshit advice. I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass and tell you it's all going to be easy because that's just not what sex work is anymore. At one point in time, it was easy, but it's not anymore. And it gets harder and harder regardless of what race you are. So again, I want to emphasize, I don't have racial bias. I wish other people didn't because the human race is the human race, but that's not the world we live in. And it's definitely not the world we live in in sex work. I was just a guest on another podcast, The Escort Pod, uh, I, uh, run by uh, Sienna Hunter. And um, I, it was a bunch of us who spoke on the biases that we've encountered, being people of color in, in sex work. And it's harder, so much harder for the even more marginalized black sex workers who are trans or who are true survival sex workers or who are girls who just came in from the street and who are just learning uh, online sex work. And some people watch for those type of people on Twitter and on Instagram And they reach out to them with promises of grandeur and what they can do for them. And uh, oftentimes it doesn't work out that way. So what I would say is be careful who you choose as a mentor. Make sure that they are open-minded enough to take your life lessons into consideration when they consider helping you. And I would also say to people who have considered mentoring black ladies or uh, assisting black ladies who have turned them away and said some insulting things to them because I've encountered that too. I've had people of color companions come to me uh, asking for assistant work or web design work who were treated very rudely by uh, Caucasian booking assistants and Caucasian web designers. And that is unfortunate because regardless of race, this person is entrusting you with their business, which is something that is their livelihood. It supports them. It might support their family. You don't know their situation. Please, if you're going to mentor people, learn to empathize with them. Uh, listen to them. I know we're professionals and they wouldn't be coming to us if we didn't know more than them. But just because you know more than a person doesn't negate their feelings, doesn't negate their opinion, doesn't negate their trials and their struggles and what they are going through. Uh, We as mentors should be teaching people 
the best ways to do things. That is true, but we should not be judgmental and ostracizing of people who don't do things the way we think they should be done. I want and hope that race isn't an issue when you're mentoring someone, but I just know from complaints that I hear from black sex workers who talk to me about things all the time, that they have entrusted people who think it's bullshit when they say that they're treated differently during screening, who think it's bullshit when they complain about being treated differently in sex work as a whole. So many of you don't understand that the black sex workers have to try twice as hard as the white sex workers. And I've said it in the other podcast I did where I was a guest. You can just see it in the tweet ratio. There's probably only 10 to 20% of black companions with as large a following and as large of a retweet and likes on anything they do online as their white counterparts. And their white counterpart can be talking about absolute bullshit picture can look like crap but the black girl could have spent 400 on just the photographer alone have the most beautiful backdrop most stunning studio hair outfit and have the most spectacular tweet verbiage wise and she won't get nearly the likes that the other provider gets just by simply putting a picture up and the emails that they receive are different. So if you're going to mentor and assist, you got to be sensitive to that. You, you got to be prepared for you reading the insults and the racial emails that they get and helping them navigate through that, especially if they're new. Helping them emotionally stay healthy and not be discouraged by the idiots in the world. So in closing, do I think... Women of color or people of color sex workers can have a white mentor and it work out well. I'm going to say absolutely I believe that can happen as long as the mentor has any amount of empathy and understands that her life is probably nothing like yours. No matter how similar they are. They could have gone to the same Ivy League college, a black girl and a white girl. They could have the same circle of friends. But at the end of the day, the world is still going to treat one of them differently than the other. And I think, I, I know I grew up with rose-colored glasses on. I come from a family, had a pretty good amount of money. We even had a housekeeper here and there. Um, and so I did not grow up poor or struggling my poor and struggling moments came in my early 30s, um, but I did not grow up that way. So I was even blind to that part of the reality of the world because I was amongst affluent friends and family. So I did not know till I really had to navigate the real world outside of that nice bubble of my family that, yeah, I'm, I'm treated differently. I'm not treated as bad as some other people because I get that stupid comment that some of us hear, you know, when, when non-people of color say to you as a woman of color, you're so well-spoken or, or you're so pretty to be a black girl. Uh, guys and, and other non-people of color, I know you think you're giving some of us compliments when you say that, but whether we voice it to you verbally or not because we don't want to make you uncomfortable, that comment makes us uncomfortable. Um, 
and we take it as an insult deep in our soul for the rest of our race that you are kind of shading without actually verbally saying it aloud. So, um, but back on topic, yeah. So, but I don't even know if I'd be as good a mentor if I hadn't have been through the struggles I went through in my 30s that taught me that everything isn't rosy out here for everybody. And I just think that if, it is going to work where a Caucasian mentor is mentoring a black sex worker. She's going to have to have a different way of thinking and turn her own thoughts and her own life experiences off and listen to her mentoree who has come to her for help. Um, so if you are a mentor who does not understand how to do that, then you probably should not mentor people of color sex workers um and like i said it's a strange thing because honestly a person of color mentor can mentor just about everybody because there's not a whole lot we haven't been through or seen um our experience is just different um the experience is is, is very different you can read twitter every day and see that the experience is so different it seems like there's almost no gray area with it but that was just a topic that was on my mind today because someone reached out to me and uh yeah it, this wasn't even supposed to be my first podcast topic i have a list of topics that i'll be doing some of these will be solo like today just me some of them i'll have guests but uh after a conversation i had with someone that i used to mentor um, and still mentor, sort of, kind of, but who also had a second mentor who's a non-person of color mentor. Um, basically, she said that situation made her miserable. And there just was no empathy there. And, the, and that the uh, privilege, the, the white privilege we all speak of was so evident with that mentor. And I just, I hate hearing that because it really just discourages these, these young new providers. And it just shouldn't be that way. In closing, I want to say again, I'm not a racist. I don't have a racist bone in my body. I've, I've, I've dated Latin men. And I'm talking about dating, dating. I'm not talking about work. I've dated two white gentlemen. Um, and I've, I've dated hella black guys. And... Most of my friends in high school were actually Caucasian, except for the five black friends I had who I've had ever since kindergarten. Um, my best friend now is Sicilian, and my other best friend is part black and Puerto Rican. Uh, I was just raised to know that you peel the skin back, we're all the same. But again, the rest of the world doesn't see it that way. But I'm not a racist but I do understand that there are differences in our lives and there are differences in our experience and there are differences in what we've been through. And so when reaching out and volunteering our services and our experiences and our education to other providers, we need to make sure we're doing the absolute best we can do for them. And we need to operate under first do no harm and each one teach one. So my email, if anyone's interested in getting in on this topic and giving me feedback, and we can do a part two of this, is taken, T-A-K-E-N, by B-Y, storm, 
S-T-O-R-M Designs, D-E-S-I-G-N-S at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Storm Assist and at Supergirl Storm. I'll be making a separate Twitter for this podcast sooner or later. Again, like I said, just getting started. But I hope you've enjoyed this episode and that it gave you something to think about. I'm sorry if I rambled a little bit on this one. I didn't take any notes. This was strictly just from my thoughts. Um, And I just want my podcast to be more uh, open, more of an open floor and an open format for everyone. Like I said, I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to do some of these where it's just me and some of these where I have a guest. Some of them I might even have a co-host. But I hope that as it grows, you guys will tune in. And eventually I'm going to also offer it in a video format once I set up my studio. Um, Because I love podcasts where I can see people too. Um, And so... But in the meantime, if you need to see any of my mentorship videos, you can see those at stormvision.online backslash taken by storm. That's T-A-K-E-N-B-Y-S-T-O-R-M. And I really, really, really uh, look forward to this new journey of information sharing and um getting to know one another. I have a list of providers I'm hoping to end up interviewing for this on different topics that I think are well suited to them. So take care until the next episode of Straight Talk by Storm. Bye.